European Heart Journal Case Reports 2020 podcast. I am Tom Slater, podcast editor. Today, I will be discussing a case report by Nancy Wasser, David Sarker, Girish Viswanathan, and Gareth Morgan Hughes from Plymouth Hospital's NHS Trust, entitled A Rare Cause of Culture Negative Bioprosthetic Valve Endocarditis, a case report of Aggregatobacter Afrophilus Infection. Infective endocarditis with negative blood culture prevalence has been reported in up to 70% of cases, depending on case series, and usually relates to antibiotic administration prior to blood culture sampling. A rare cause of culture negative endocarditis is infection by one of the HACET group of bacteria, accounting for 1-3% to of native endocarditis. This interesting report details a case of prosthetic aortic valve endocarditis due to Aggregatobacter infection associated root abscess and requirement for complex aortic valve and aortic root surgery. A 32-year-old Caucasian gentleman had a bioprosthetic aortic valve replacement at the age of 17 for bicuspid aortic stenosis. Whilst awaiting redo surgery for a stenosis of his bioprosthetic aortic valve, he presented with a one-week history of abdominal pain, vomiting and diarrhoea. In addition, he reported malaise, lethargy and weight loss. He had no history of drug abuse or any recent travel, and had good dental hygiene with a routine dental check two weeks prior to presentation. He had no other past medical history. He was pyrexial, dyspneic, and had signs of decompensated right-sided heart failure, with raised jugular venous pressure, abdominal tenderness, and jaundice. He had no peripheral stigmata of infective endocarditis, and had an ejection systolic murmur on cardiac examination. Initial blood investigations revealed deranged liver function tests, acute renal impairment, and anemia. Electrocardiogram showed sinus rhythm with no abnormalities. Transesophageal echocardiogram demonstrated a complex cavitating aortic root abscess adjacent to the left and the non-coronary cusps of the aortic valve. This was complicated with perforation to the right ventricle. An emergency redo surgery was performed with a mechanical aortic valve replacement, annular reconstruction and graft replacement of the ascending aorta after debridement of the aortic abscess. Following the operation, the patient remained septic and continued to spike temperatures with static inflammatory markers. Although all blood cultures and intraoperative tissue culture were negative, he was treated with meropenem, a broad-spectrum antibiotic. On his seventh post-operative day, he had pericardial effusion and tamponade for which he had pericardiosynthesis. Eventually, bacterial 16S rRNA gene sequencing from the intraoperative tissue valve specimen was performed revealing Aggregatobacter aphrophilus infection and the antibiotic was changed to intravenous keftrioxone after two weeks. He decided to self-discharge from the hospital but he continued to take his intravenous keftrioxone. However, three weeks after discharge, the patient developed neutropenia and his antibiotic was switched to oral ciprofloxacin. One week later, he was readmitted with dyspnea on minimal effort, night sweats and fever. Transthoracic echocardiography showed an enlarging abscess cavity around the aortic annulus with fistula formation and significant blood flow into the right heart chambers. CT scan confirmed the presence of pseudoaneurysms. He had a further reduced anatomy with a mechanical aortic valve and root replacement. Annular reconstruction was performed as the previous patch repair had dehissed, revealing a large periannular abscess with fistula into the right ventricle. The patient became coagulopathic with poor right ventricular function and veno-arterial extracorporeal membrane oxygenation was inserted, with femoral venous drainage and arterial return to the right axillary artery. 
The VA ECMO was removed after three days. The patient continued intravenous meropenem and ciprofloxacin for six weeks. He had a follow-up echocardiogram that confirmed a well-seated valve with no abscess, and this was confirmed by a follow-up CT. He made a good recovery and was discharged. He has been asymptomatic since and remains under follow-up. I would now like to discuss the unusual features of the causative organism in this case in more detail. Agrogatobacter aphrophilus is part of the normal flora of the oropharynx and is one of the organisms that constitute the Hasset group, in addition to Haemophilus, Cardiobacter, Echinella corrodens, and Kingella. Dental procedures, tongue piercings, use of tongue scrapers, and upper respiratory tract infections are known causes for bacterial entry into the bloodstream. In a large multicenter cohort study by Chambers et al., it was observed that prosthetic valve endocarditis was more common in Hasek endocarditis than it was in non-Hasek endocarditis. Mechanical valves were at particular risk for Hasek endocarditis, especially late prosthetic valve endocarditis occurring more than a year after surgery. Hasek endocarditis is difficult to diagnose, as the organisms involved are fastidious, slow-growing, and rarely produce significant bacteremia, leading to frequently negative blood cultures. In contrast to other types of haemophilus strains, such as H. influenzae and H. parainfluenzae, Aggregatobacter is an oxidase and catalase-negative organism, contributing further difficulty to its identification in the lab. Broad-range polymerase chain reactions can be a useful diagnostic method in cases of culture-negative infective endocarditis. These PCR assays are based upon universal bacterial 16S ribosomal RNA gene sequencing and comparison with a DNA databank. In this case, the BRPCR result was the first marker that led to microbial diagnosis and appropriate antibiotic treatment, although it is significantly limited by the need for valve tissue to be able to perform the assay, and so usually only relevant in cases of culture-negative endocarditis, which lead to acute valve replacement. A significant number of aggregatobacter species are resistant to multiple antibiotics, although broad-spectrum cephalosporins and fluoroquinolones are consistently active against Hasek organisms. Third-generation cephalosporins, such as keftraxone and kefetaxime, are considered the drugs of choice. These have broad-spectrum gram-negative activity, with higher efficacy against resistant Hasek organisms. Ciprofloxacin can be considered as an alternative oral agent. I would like to conclude this podcast with the following learning points suggested by the authors. Hasek organisms are normal habitants of the oropharyngeal flora and account for 1-3% to of endocarditis cases. Up to 70% of patients with infective endocarditis may have persistently negative blood cultures, and so BR-PCR testing can be a useful tool to identify pathogens causing culture-negative endocarditis. And third-generation cephalosporins are considered the drugs of choice, with ciprofloxacin as an alternative treatment. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this extremely interesting case for us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports podcast. References and the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is computer by State Shift.